Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. This discussion comes because, well, there's been a couple of drowning deaths in this province. Two children, both of them three years of age, that drowned in backyard pools. Tragic stories. And it has prompted, and rightfully so, fresh warnings about backyard pool safety. So let's have that discussion with Stephanie Bacalar with the Life Saving Society Ontario. Stephanie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How common is this? So in Ontario, we have about 150 to 170 drowning deaths each year. Wow. One thing that a lot of people aren't aware of is actually non-fatal drownings. Um, each year in Ontario, we see an average of 98 hospitalizations due to non-fatal drownings and about 555 emergency room visits. Wow. These non-fatal drownings can range from, you know, like a minor, uh, I took taking on some water, having a little bit of difficulty breathing, to lifelong impairment. So it's a very serious issue. Yeah, I mean, 152 a year, given that, you know, our pools aren't open 365 days of the year, at least the woes in the backyard. Um, that's, that's a lot of deaths. What are some of the most common mistakes that we are making in our backyards? So to be clear, all of those drownings that I just mentioned are actually all of Ontario, any settings that includes bathtubs, lakes, ponds. Okay. About 12% of drownings occur in backyard pools, but it is a very common setting for young children, especially children under five. So we do need to take a lot of precautions. There are two things that we typically see with backyard pools. One, you're not actively supervising your kids when they're in the water. So to prevent a drowning when your children are supposed to be swimming, parents need to be vigilant. They need to be watching their children. Don't look at your phone. Don't pause to put on sunscreen, any of that. If you need to look away from the pool, even for a moment, ask someone else to actively supervise the kids in the pool. Drowning is really quick and silent. You often won't hear any splashing. There won't be calls for help. Someone slips under the water and that's sort of it. The other thing that we see really frequently, which is unfortunate, is children gaining access to backyard pools when they weren't supposed to. So what we can do to prevent those drownings um, is install four-sided fencing around your pool, put in a self-latching gate so that when you leave the area, it closes behind you, and put in door and gate alarms. So you're going to get alerted if your child is leaving your home and heading towards your pool. And so, I mean, these instances are really, when we're talking about backyard pools, 100% preventable. If, if we're being vigilant and, and keeping our eyes on our kids uh, or installing fencing, this is, this is just not going to happen. I believe so. And with that's sort of with the exemption of um, medical incidents. There are some times where someone might be in the pool and something else happens that causes um, a drowning as well. The other thing that people might not think about is how common it is for adults to drown when they're alone. A lot of adults swim on their own and about one third of adults who drown were swimming by themselves. But this, it gets so much higher as you get older. So about 75% of older adults drowned while swimming alone. You always need to swim with someone else, no matter your age. So really employ the buddy system when you're in and around the pool. Yeah, one of our catchphrases is swim with a buddy and it applies from zero 
to 100 plus. I don't care how old you are <laughs> or how good of a swimmer you are. That's the other thing. I'm a lifeguard. I've been swimming since I was a baby. I don't, I don't think I'll drown, but I still wouldn't swim alone. Because like I said before, those medical incidents, what if something happens? What if you start to have a heart attack or you have a seizure or something else? You don't know what's going to happen. Be safe. Swim with a buddy. When it comes to kids too, should they be wearing a life jacket? Or they, they, they should have some kind of flotation device up to at least a certain age, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two things we kind of want to do, especially in backyard pools. Things are a little more controlled. Certainly in open water settings, put on those life jackets for sure. <clears throat> and you always need to wear them in boats. In a backyard pool, if you're within arm's reach and you're actively like holding your child, you're t- close enough that you can touch them, they're where they can touch the bottom, they can swim a little bit, then maybe they can take some time without a life jacket on, that's okay. My girls are two and four, they don't always wear a life jacket, but they do sometimes. As long as it's sort of like a one-to-one parent to child and you can help that child, parents need to be aware too that if they get into a situation where I've got too many kids, could I react and keep everyone safe if something were to happen? So you have to ask yourself that. Life jackets are great. And I also encourage people to make sure that they're fit and they're done up properly. They need to be a nice snug fit, check the weight on them, Coast Guard approved, um, and make sure that they're zipped and buckled appropriately. It's not enough to just sort of have it around or have it sort of on you, but not done up nice and snug. With more and more people opening up their pools, hosting pool parties, going to pool parties this summer, those are great tips from Stephanie Bacalar from Life Saving Society Ontario. Stephanie, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.